Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now you're listening to Wrestling News That Matters from people you want to hear it from. Deep from within the confines of the internet. Covering WWE like no one else and covering TNA because no one else will. You are listening to the best in the world, Ring Rust Radio! Goddamn wrestling radio show on Spreaker on the internet in the whole goddamn universe, folks. I'm giving it all I have right now because for the rest of this week I will be completely shot of all energy. I'm gonna shoot all my energy over this week because there's a lot happening. I'm your host, most Donald Wood. To my left, Mike Yard. To my right, Brandon Gavin. Hashtag hey. Hashtag, hashtag, dude. I hashtagged Halloween thinking and just in conversation it was okay. I, I learned that it's not. I don't know. I was just appealing to the hashtag Halloween community. It's lame. Like a decade too late. Um, from now on, I'm just going to start hashtagging in everyday conversations just to make you angry. Guys, are you excited to be here? You it's already make week. me angry. I know that is. <laughs> I, I, I'm told that explicitly many times daily. Yep. But seriously, are you guys excited about a big week in wrestling? Uh, yeah. One of the biggest weeks ever. It, it, I, I would argue with you. Uh, I guess not with you, but I would argue that this, I, I would argue with you. I'm definitely Why are you, ar- you're, you're arguing against the already. I'm, I don't know. already a great I argument. don't know how words work. I would argue that this is the biggest week in wrestling history. I don't know about that. I would, it's possible. I would say with, with Raw, it seemed well, like there was a changing of the guards I mean, with Raw. You have Impact Wrestling on Tuesday, which, oh my god, lights out now. I is it? On the battle. I thought that was in a month. I think the I fact that you have AEW starting on, on Fox and AEW starting at the same time, like having two big things happening and, at and once is pretty rare. And NXT's full on USA, too. Right. So, honestly, you could consider three major things. The premiere of Raw, while it didn't mean a damn thing, did kind of feel like a changing of the guard. At the Although, end. honestly, probably the week of buying WCW was probably the biggest week in wrestling history to this point. Yeah, I mean, I'm going gonna, gonna to say that you're wrong. I would argue with you there. 
WrestleMania is for pussies, I would what? say. Oh, I didn't know that. You've <laughs> been there. Wait. <laughs> hey, hey, my point is proven. Uh, Brandon, God, we have a schedule. Yeah, Donnie, we are going to review Raw. I know you didn't want to on the schedule, but we're going to do it. We're going to preview Friday Night Smackdown on Fox, and we're going to preview Hell in a Cell. I'm very excited. We also have Dirt Sheet Busters, where Mike Chiari breaks down all the lies and rumors going around pro wrestling. Then we have Wednesday Wrestling News. That's where we're going to dive into NXT, NXT UK, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and of course, AEWs. And for now, starting next week, it literally, we will only be covering AEW and NXT USA on that program. If I have something to say about the other programs, I'll yell it randomly, but there will be no consistent coverage <laughs> so like of it. like you normally do. Got yeah. it. But no, it'll should, be, it won't be written rename. down. No, I'm there! It won't be, listen, it won't be written down, which can almost guarantee it won't be remembered. <laughs> so you're we lucky should, there. I've smoked away those memories, yes. We should rename this the uh, segment. No, it's Wednesday Wrestling. If, of, of all things, it's that more than ever now. Actually, that's ah, now it's time to change. Happen on Wednesday. Yes, I'm gonna, I love how you're still yelling no. Just go on, please. <laughs> uh, with Well, today we have the Wednesday Night War draft. <laughs> I hate you hurt. so much. I do. I genuinely do. Good. It's mutual. We, you, if you sign up early access for patreon.com slash ring you already heard the Wednesday night draft. You already voted, hopefully, but you get to hear it today. You heard me get just fucking railroaded, is what you heard. They heard you not know how to fucking do anything. I heard that. You admitted, I, heard, I, heard I like, that. admitted later that you totally <laughs> fucked me over, you guys, but like, all, in I didn't fuck you over. Absolutely I did never admitted over. anything like that. You did. You guys said that. Really? You said you were Really? Is there fucking. Evidence of that? Yeah, you got. You said that. you worked in tandem to fuck no. me. No. no. I was provided a shit list. It was a three-way. It was a menage <laughs> of fucking you, for sure. I didn't hate it. Mike Kelly? Speaking of getting fucked, we have the updated oh. Season 23 Fantasy WWE standings. We also have fan emails and so much more. Yeah, I figured you'd probably slow. Mike Kiari? Uh, Men in Black, just forget the last minute. Uh, <laughs> real quick. Uh, if you're listening to this show, <laughs> you <laughs> you must really love wrestling. And I understand there's going to be 9,000 hours of wrestling per week. And if you still listen to us after that, you must really like us for reasons I don't understand. If Truthfully, that's the case, I you either love, love wrestling or just hate yourself. No, no. From what, I, from, what I, from what I've heard, and this is genuine, I think that most people don't watch any of it anymore. And they listen to us so that's they don't true. have to. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, Or it's become such a habit in their life. That they just keep listening. It's kind of like when WCW had like residual good ratings despite being complete shit. It's because it takes people time to wean off of it. Okay. And we're in that stage right now, and I'm I'm loving wean? it. Wean? Like you did wiener? say wean. Yep. Go ahead. Speaking of wieners, go to iTunes, go to five stars. <laughs> uh, Fox on Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Googs us on Google Play. Get us anywhere you get your podcasts. Interact with us on Twitter at RingRustRadio. Find us on Instagram at Ring Rust Studios. Uh, one of the most disturbing photoshops yet over the past week. Oh, it's Serving coming up. Uh, they haven't yeah. seen it Oh, yet. it's not there oh. yet? It's, 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 Spoilers. This, it's for this episode, Jeez. so it's happening now. I don't okay. know what you'd call it, but it's now. The most disturbing one yet. Not even one of. It definitely is, so stay tuned for that. Oh. Uh, if you want to email us to be part of the show, send it to ringrustradio at yahoo.com. Also, go to prowrestlingtees.com slash ringrustradio. Get all of your Triple R merchandise there. So many great t-shirts. Uh, just incredible designs. And you know what? There's so much wrestling. There's so many wrestlers, so many companies. They're just flooding the market with shirts. There's, like, one for, like, 9,000 guys on the NXT roster. 
fucking Brandon Cutler or whoever's over here getting t-shirts on AEW for pro wrestling tees. You Dio, know what? It's, Dio, it's a good week to be in wrestling because Dio Madden and Brandon Cutler got fucking primetime deals, dude. It's true. It's hard. It is hard to just keep track of all t-shirts out there. So what you do They're in a hard. time like this is you go you go to your blood. You go to the ones that you trust. You go to old, reliable. You go to cut your dick. I just, I just couldn't hate you more than I do at this moment. That was a Triple H promo, partially, in case you didn't know. I'm going to go to your blood. I, as soon as I heard blood, I immediately <laughs> thought you were talking about the Bloods as if you were gang-affiliated, like Nick nice. Gage, but you're not. No, definitely not. <laughs> not. I don't want that out there at all. <laughs> don't start that. I remember, I support remember both sides equally, or do not support both sides equally. Whatever one doesn't get me killed. <laughs> Uh, that's both are gonna get you whacked. I'm, I'm well, hoping I don't know for it. Remember that one time Deshaun Jackson was gang affiliated for no yeah, reason. Yeah, now it's cool. He, he's he's back with but the it's almost like it was a total lie and not real. But almost like Jim Kelly just wanted to get rid of all the good players. <laughs> you're welcome. And he succeeded. For, uh, you're, you are right. He did. I'm not holding the grudge. Let's go on. <laughs> Talk some WWE. Apparently, it's a big weekend wrestling over here at the Dubs. Uh, I got, oh, I got a season premiere of Raw. I got Rusev the Cuck, Machka Cuck, Match Cuck, the Bulgarian Cuck. Yeah, he's just uh, <laughs> Rusev Cuck. Um, <laughs> it's it's uh. It's def- I really did feel the Paul Heyman influence because this is a lot of ECW style raunchiness. This is some fucking, this is definitely Attitude Era-esque, that That's period it. of time wrestling stuff. And I'll say this, I'm a little bit here for it. I know I shouldn't be, <laughs> but I'm definitely here for the fucking, I'm just, I'm here for everybody cringing at the same, oh, oh, shit, oh no. I was turned on by it, so I'm. Did you? Of course, it. we've all definitely watched some some pornography very similar to that. Uh, but honestly, the best reaction of all was Corbin and RKO Randy Orton as that's happening. Did you see the the picture of them smiling and laughing? Which I also more, happened. I was more break. concerned about Baron Corbin's throne breaking. <laughs> he did break right at that. So yes, that's it awesome. was. It was quite adventure on that stage. It was fucking chaos that episode, the whole episode. I, just, I don't know what I watched, but I just, it was interesting. I just mentioned the stage now. Um, they did. They're like, "Hey, it's different now. We're gonna do the exclusive. We got Dio and Vic and Jerry the King Lawler in the weirdest threesome I've ever witnessed." Um, it got better over the course of the time. But I'll say this: new theme song. Didn't like it. Didn't know Skillet was a band until I saw that shit. Well, didn't like band. that. Didn't like that. Also, been around we... for so long and done many WWE pay-per-view songs. No, I, don't know how I had no that. idea. Also, you know, in Tony Hawk, you could build your own park, your own, your own <laughs> yeah, skate park. That's oh, it felt like someone made that. Like if you had, you know, where they come out that little doorway thing. If you jump mm-hmm. that, the letter E is above it. It's really cool. <laughs> um, so Great reference. We got to talk Raw. We got to talk SmackDown on fucking Fox. Uh, we have to talk. Uh, Fox should be the name. I know it really should be Hell in a Fucking Cell. That's definitely <laughs> Sunday too. That is a better it name. Is? 
We have so much shit to talk about when it comes to Daniel Bryan and the fucking rest of the crew down here on Hell in a Cell Time. There's a lot. There's just a lot. But before we get to all this WWE, we have to talk about the 2019 Survivor Series Brown Box Raffle over here at Patreon.com slash Ring Rose Radio. Wow. The Brown. You heard one guy say nice things. In the box survivor series. <laughs> one guy it's said nice funny, things, yeah. and he's never been more proud of anything he's ever done. Everybody life. says all the nice it's things one about guy. me. I feel one guy on I'm Twitter is beloved. like, the nickname's bad. Oh. I'm one <laughs> okay, of the most beloved people there are, I feel like. <laughs> just it's just general. a very odd, open-ended statement that doesn't <laughs> yeah. make a lot of... Whatever. Can't be proven wrong. All right. What's in the 2019 Survivor Series Brown Box? So wh- how about the Wrestler Magazine from October 1979 with Rick Flair on the front? How about a ring? I've been called a national treasure, actually. Ring Rust... I'm going to just move this is That's it. timely. Great movie, by the way. Ring Rust Radio AEW shirt, a bragging rights 2009 DVD... Better Off Dead DVD, which I'm told I've gotten rave reviews about. Uh, how about a George? I still haven't heard the link to wrestling though. It's I, George Senate. There you go. That's our link nope. to wrestling. He watches jo- excess amounts of wrestling and buys excess amounts of T-shirts. How about a Joey Garbanzo rookie card? That's also in the box. But guys, I have to reveal one of my favorite things in the box. Number six on the list. Who wants some WWE toothbrushes? Yes. More than one? Yep, two of them. Who you got? Who's on? Uh, you guess them. Roman Reigns. John Cena. John Cena, of course, yes. Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan. John I Cena see, and I Daniel Bryan. I see those Bryan. at uh, Walgreens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I got them really cheap at a fucking flea market. Pre-used toothbrushes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> But where? Are they in packaging or Yes, not? they're in packaging, but as soon as I said flea market, I said they're going to think they're just already used. <laughs> there is, there's fucking duct tape on the packaging. WWE toothbrushes, as is, guys, as is. <laughs> Use at your own risk. The collector's item. Well, what, else, what else is in the fucking box? How about you hate ads like the one right here? That's not in the box. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guys, of course you hate ads. Go hey, to how do you... How do you enter the brown box raffle? Patreon.com slash ringrustradio. You just sign up for any fucking tier that's five hours or more, baby. Add free episode. I think if, you if, forgot that you said all the things that were in the box already. I didn't, but I moved past it quickly, so mm-hmm. I didn't have to pretend. Uh, Add free episodes like the one you just heard there. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, match commentary and retro. Guys, if you want us to watch an old match, an old pay-per-view, a movie with a wrestler in it, we'll do that. 
The Wrestler. Like The Wrestler. We oh, a great watch movie. It. I would definitely watch it. Have you, know you seen that, Tony? Yes, I have. You know what I would okay. like to do on the show with you guys, and I don't think we've ever really got into Beyond the Mat. Great movie. Great movie. I would did love. Did you see? Um, I would love to Wrestling do with that. Shadows. Yes, I did. Yes. Seen them all? But I'm saying Beyond the Mat is that's something that happened well before this show was a thing. So I feel mm-hmm. like we could react years, well together. Though, right? That it's a long time. Um, don't talk about that anymore because I can't handle being old. Uh, Attention Horrors is our other fucking show. We talk about horrors like getting old and losing your hair. Uh, and drafts. We got some drafts coming up, BG. I'm very excited because in two weeks we have the Halloween draft. Now, I'm so excited. My yard couldn't be any more hashtag Halloween-ish. Are you going to draft from your yard? Uh, it's my yard now, baby girl. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm going to probably go to a graveyard and gr- actually draft from inside a, a used grave. Even what? better. Enough. Like, Even you're better. fucking Ed Gein? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, what I'm saying is that I'm going to... I like, I, I've i gone to the graveyard a time or two in my day and taken a Ouija board or something fun like that and done some shit out there. There's I'm still no waiting for that true. serial killer dress. Oh my god, we're definitely doing serial We have to get a couple more in there so people are acclimated. We need to start in five. Dahmer goes number one overall. You know right? I'm I don't know, Ted Bundy's hands? <laughs> wow. Go ahead, drafts. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade draft on November 5th, and then rounding out the year with the Christmas draft on December 3rd. I am very excited about the 6 ABC Dunkin' Donuts Thanksgiving Day Parade. I'm also very excited about the Snoopy added addition to the Christmas draft. So very Snoopy added addition. Yes. I mean, I certainly haven't added it, so I can't speak to any of that. I mean, I mean, apparently in this company we run big boards however the fuck we want them because we fuck everybody over that's I that's you you're the one that fucks up the big boards all the time guys let's get into this a big fuck up uh rusev lana and now we talked about it already kind of and we kind of said uh, all that really uh, happened uh, rusev's <laughs> like hey i'm back without lana don't talk about the fact that lana's not here it hurts me inside by the end of the show she's out here making out with bobby lashley who says she tastes like strawberries mm-hmm. and i believe him and mm-hmm. uh, he is definitely super sour in the ring. Vince is so, LOL and was hard he? at all of this. Well, here's the thing. He gave, like, no reaction at all. The question that people have is, like, wow, why did you just stand there while his wife is making out with another dude? And my argument back would be he already didn't want to talk about it before, so perhaps he was already resigned to the fact mm-hmm. that yeah. Lana has been banging Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley for some time. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a possibility. Uh, you know, that's maybe that's why Maria was bringing him back. Cause maybe they actually did have a thing, but after she was pregnant. <gasps> wow. There's a lot. To a lot of layers, baby. A lot of layers. If this is where Claire Lynch comes back, I swear to God, I'm Happy all birthday, in darling. again. I'm all in Happy again. Fucking I'm fucking birthday. So, um, hey, they're really taking things from TNA. They are really are. This is, you know, oh my God. It's just a joke. Lana and, and fucking Lashley weren't f- making out, dude. They're planning a surprise party for fucking Rusev, <laughs> dude. Oh, wait, no. He should be like, oh, wow. You seriously, I saw you making out hardcore. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it was all part of the ruse. We were just having a conversation. We were sideways dancing in this bed, dude. It's just a new style. You don't get it. You're not hit. those wax lips that you get on <laughs> Halloween that fucking suck. Oh, those <laughs> things are awful. They are the worst, dude. It doesn't... Not one kid likes getting them, but every old person's like, these are hilarious. Um, so, <laughs> Mike, anything here with this? Is there analysis to be had, or is this is this simply a storyline meant to pop us as former Jerry Springer fans? 
Well, yeah, I think it's a storyline meant to pop us as Attitude Era wrestling fans or ECW fans or anything, uh, you know, related to that. And I, I enjoy it because, yeah, it's like the to- it was totally a shock factor. So obviously you're going to get people on social media like cry about everything these days like, oh, they're so stupid, I hate it. When they also want fucking storylines and layered storytelling or so they say. And with Paul Heyman in charge of Raw, dare I say we're probably going to get storytelling and layered storytelling out of this. So I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, we liked it at first when they did the whole thing with Lana and Enzo Amore. That was an interesting storyline that didn't really follow through with it. But, like, we liked aspects of it. And I think this probably will be even better with Paul Heyman in charge. So you have Lashley coming back in, in a big spot, obviously, because he interrupted the main event. You have Rusev back in a big spot because he was in the main event. Uh, and something that people aren't really even talking about as, this, as far as this goes is Lashley versus Rusev could probably be a pretty good match. Like, we haven't seen that before. So I think there's a lot of good stuff here, potentially. I actually don't hate any of it. It's really no. edgy, well, and it's at a time where, dude, especially, like, it's an interracial relationship at a time where race relations are at some of their worst in this country. So it's gonna get people talking in that sense. It's a fucking cuck situation, which the word cuck has never been used more in the political landscape than it is right at this. I was literally called, we were called liberal cucks for literally just doing a, a live show. I don't even know what the fuck was happening. Our eyes. Because of your t-shirt. Because, but I'm just saying, like, now is the perfect time to push boundaries. And if, if I if I know one thing from watching as much ECW as I fucking did in my life, it's that this has got Paul Heyman written all over. Everybody's going to blame Vince for this because he likes breaking up relationships. And that's what I was hearing from everybody. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. truly, 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 as someone who has watched enough Paul Heyman content to know when his fingerprints are all over something, this is him. And this is them. And they're like, oh, my God, he should go to AEW because he didn't agree to this. He definitely agreed to this. This is acting. This oh, fucking oh. time. Obviously, you know, Rusev and Lana were cool with this. Yes. Yeah, some people make out on movies all the time. Doesn't mean you're having sex, bro. It's just it's a, it's a movie. You know what I mean? Ease up. Stop fucking. It's hard mm-hmm. to see the forest through the Tony Hawk ramp sometimes. So I I think that we need Good to saying. we we need to ease off the nah. throttle and just enjoy it because I'm having fun with it. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Isn't Leslie married, too? I don't even know, but it doesn't matter. I know matter, that he was married to Crystal Marshall. I don't know if he is. But it doesn't matter. They're actors. Like it just doesn't matter. They're actors. It's yeah. like they're just making it out on I mean, TV. It's whatever. Yeah, you, know, you said like, oh, I, I don't hate this. Like to me, they've had one segment. I don't see how you can say like, oh, I hate this or I love it. Like you have to let it play out a little bit. What I do enjoy around this is, hey, Lashley's back. He was hurt. Hasn't seen him for a while. He got his first name back, which is pretty cool. Um, and he's a great uh, talent. 
awesome as a heel, so I'm glad he's coming back as a heel. The Rusev thing is a little weird because it felt like he came back as a heel with the whole Maria Canelo storyline, but now he's a big baby face. Lana's a really good valet, and this is a personal, relatable storyline. And that is the biggest thing that you want from your characters, is you want them to be relatable, you want to be personable, you want to be able to see these layers around them, and to, you're going to want to dive deeper. And those things are all hit right here out of the gate. Whether they follow through or not, we have no idea. You can only take it as it comes. But right now, this is a great starting point for them, for all three of them. So I'm excited to see where it goes. And that's the thing about this is it is like a real personal issue. And so often in WWE and really any wrestling company, it's like if you're not in a title feud, it's like you're just having matches. And mm-hmm. it's for no reason. And I love a good match as much as the next guy. But... I want there to be a reason for the matches. I want that. I want it to feel like it matters, like it's important. And you know, keep mentioning the Attitude Era because obviously that's the link here. It felt very much like the Attitude Era. But during that time, was everything great? You know, no. There was a lot of dumb shit. But a lot of the most memorable stuff was storylines like this. And the one thing that we always say about it is like it was a great time in wrestling because. Almost everybody on the roster had a purpose. Almost mm-hmm. everybody on the roster was involved in something. And this type of thing, is it, it reminds me of that. And because of that, I'm looking forward to see where it goes. During the late 90s, I think it was Val Venus who said, having a great storyline was worth more than a title. Definitely. Because it was like, it didn't matter, because it's, it's, if you were going to Ask the Revival, st- ask fucking, and most of the people have a title yeah, right now it's, in WWE. It's, it's, and I think it's truer now more than ever, because it, a storyline is, is worth its weight in gold, because it's something people can truly latch onto and you can build around. Um, so, okay, that's, that's, I mean, there's not much more to yell there, but I'm definitely mm. here for this, so let's see where it goes. I'm ready for it. It's gonna get raunchy, it's gonna get trashy, I do hope Maria Canellis gets back involved, I hope, I hope there's something else, maybe, what's, what was, uh, Bobby Lashley's wife's name? The old, Crystal Marshall? Bring her back. Have, I know have they're Rusev. not married anymore. <laughs> okay. I don't know if he's married to somebody else. Okay, well, just pick her up. Hey, listen, we need you for a couple weeks, we're gonna fucking sign you, oh, and then fucking Bobby Lashley, and now he's sour, oh, now we got and some real- gonna show up on AEW on Wednesday. Oh, shit. Like the Rick Rude. Like of, Rick Rude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down for that, dude. And you know what I appreciate is that before this happens, they they made a point of, Maria, we need you for 10 seconds to say he's not the father. Yep. Like, Boom. we have to close that loop before it's, we do this. But I'm not, you know what? That's, at least that's something. Because usually right. they're like, I don't care. Right, exactly. It would like, be like second like it Rowan. has been the past two weeks. It's like second Rowan, who's still wandering <laughs> backstage like, anybody need me? <laughs> I can't wait till he's eventually a police officer that has to arrest somebody and get beat up. He's going to interfere at Hell in a Cell. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus everybody. Aww. <laughs> uh, did you hear that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hold on a second. I, my wife needs help. This makes you personable. Ay, oh my gosh, guys. Brock Lesnar is a maniac. Um, so <laughs> we go from the reality show kind of aspect of it with Lana and Rusev and Lashley to what appears to be a, 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 a nature film of a cheetah stalking and killing <laughs> a father and its son um in the field it was oh. the, the camera angles of like being behind dominic and seeing like lesnar <clears throat> seeing him through the fucking ropes and shit that's a really cool touch i like that i like this... him just being so mad that he couldn't handle it and just just decided to kill this man <clears throat> just unclear you're of all the animals for brock lesnar you go with cheetah 
Um, well, because I was just thinking of an ad. My favorite animal films are like when the cheetah's like running down a prey. Your lion mm-hmm. could do it. Any animal, any big cat chasing mm-hmm. down a prey. Any big, any big old cat. Any big old, big old cat. <laughs> okay, that's not the point. You know what I fucking was saying. <laughs> that was man. my takeaway of your little All intro. Right. <laughs> Brock Lesnar beats the shit out of Rey Mysterio and his son Dominic before Dominic can turn on him. Um, so that plan was obviously. <laughs> this is part of it. That, that's yeah. Wait, I, I, hold on. When they properly. showed Dominic so prominently in the beginning, were you like dead set? I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be right. Yep, I was. I was right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was a shoot, and it's oh, always definitely a good turn eventually. But I think it's not for quite a long time. Honestly, so. I see him blaming Ray for what happened to him. Yeah, immediately same. you come back like, dude, this is you did this to me. I got beat up by Brock Lesnar because you're a bad dad, and he just fucking starts like turning on him. Right the, the best part of this was after he beat the fuck out of Ray to start, and he goes over to Dominic, and Dominic, like, is, at, like, at first he's like, should I bow up to this guy? He's like, nah, nah, I'm gonna sit down. <laughs> and then he just fucking picks him up like he's two pounds. Oh, my yeah, God. Oh, my God. Awesome. He, he like, looks... Dominic's, like, a pretty big guy. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. he looks, and Brock just fucking threw him around like he was Ray, basically. So when I pick Lucy up to put her on my shoulder and then put her into the car, you know Be what I mean? Be careful like, with what you say right now. <laughs> like, I'm just like, but I'm the same way. I like, lift her up. When I go to fucking German her. <laughs> when, I, when I get her in position for that pa- ba- backpack stunner, um, <laughs> and, uh, I, when I lift her up, it's like with ease. You know what I mean? I can like, do it with one hand. I'm like, wow, look at the strength of me. Brock Lesnar does that with grown-ass humans. You know what I mean? Well... He One is lift. Rey Mysterio, but um, Dominic is grown. He's still sure. grown. Rey Mysterio is thick for a fucking small little man. He's <laughs> definitely got some muscle mass there. What I'm saying is if there was a giant car and there was a giant car seat, he could lift me up and put me into it snugly without question, without problems. So mm-hmm. He threw it's them like far- they were car doors. <laughs> it's terrifying. This was amazing to watch. He is a human animal, and it's fucking terrifying. Knowing that One of the most like fun things in WWE is yeah. when Brock Lesnar just beats the fuck out of people just because he can. Every time, though. It never gets old for me. No, I love it awesome. so much. Somebody, I think it was George Cruz, is like, imagine how much respect I have for Cain Velasquez. Like, that dude beat Brock Lesnar up. Like, how do you do that? It was the diver ticket. <laughs> how do you do... Oh, my God. That's sad. Uh, but, okay, BG, um, I'll go to... I'll go to you a second. I'll go to you a second. Okay. I'm sorry. Cause I'm, gonna, I'm, just, I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. But let's talk about <laughs> Rey Mysterio. Is this leading to a match? I thought maybe Saudi Arabia. Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio Saudi Arabia. Because um, they're definitely building something there randomly. Also, Seth Rollins is so fucking tore up about this. Why didn't he go out and help? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> what the hell? Well, here's the thing. He's got a lot of his fucking plate, okay? He, a he's lot fucking of feuds right now. facing Rey Mysterio. He's fucking on Team Hogan. He's fucking facing Rusev. He's fucking facing The Fiend. He's fucking facing Braun Strowman. Like, what do you want this guy to do? Okay? He's spreading himself a little thin. He's very I busy. It's just, it's Can't just, be everywhere, Donnie. It's, I, you know what? I, hey, the guy you're fighting for the Universe title, I, I find it convenient he forgot to help him. To be fair... <laughs> I don't blame him. He's probably like, I don't need another match in my life right now. <laughs> no, because then he's like, I'll, I'll challenge anyone in the world tonight. Oh, yeah. He almost faced Randy Orton. Yeah. He literally almost saw <laughs> Randy Orton, too. <laughs> Guy needs to fucking check himself. He's got attitude fucking problem, I think. Um, exposure. And then Fiend comes down and attacks Rollins and Rollins. Just fucking Rollins is just crying. He's just fucking crying, no. dude. He cried last week. So, Mike, makes sense all this. Uh-huh. Uh, so I have to think that we're going to get a Brock versus Mysterio match in the near future. Possibly, I mean, I think that the Saudi Arabia show is probably the most likely one because you can build to it for a month. And you need something to do with Brock. I assume Brock's going to be on that show. Yeah, you need something to do with him. I assume. Right. 
So, uh, I, I mean, it would be awesome if they did Hell in a Cell, seeing as we have four, fucking three matches for it. But I, I'm guessing that's probably not going to happen. So I would say that they'll have a match at, at the Saudi Arabia show, which, I mean, that'd be a pretty good match. I mean, I, I looked it up. They only face each other twice ever Once on, on SmackDown. SmackDown. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They that were was both a really good match. match. So, I mean, it hasn't been for 16 years or something like that. So, I mean, I, I would definitely be all about that match. But I did want to mention something. Melzi put it out there as a possibility, and I see it possibly kind of playing out as well at some point about Kane Velasquez and how he's talking with multiple companies, talking with WWE, AEW, New Japan, all the major companies. Um, and, you know, he obviously has a history with Brock Lesnar. He beat Brock Lesnar for the UFC heavyweight title before uh, by knockout in the first round. So they have that. And if you were to come to WWE, you could definitely play that up. Like, hey, you're destroying all these people, but I fucking whipped your ass in UFC. And you have the Fox tie-in who had UFC for how long? Fox would love it, WWE would love it, it would work on a lot of levels, and the thought was that because Rey Mysterio is like this Mexican icon, Cain Velasquez would be, you know, and, you know, Cain Velasquez has had a couple matches wearing the mask, and he's very much about lucha he was good. culture. He was actually mm-hmm. really good, too. He was good. And yeah. so, I feel, so the, the thought is that he would come in to avenge Rey Mysterio and Dominic getting their asses kicked by Brock Lesnar, and you build to this match at a big pay-per-view, whether it's Survivor Series, whether it's Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, whatever. So if that's the the case, I think that would be very smart to do on WWE's part because you'd obviously be appeasing Fox by doing that, and that'd be a blockbuster match that would have a lot of crossover appeal with people who are UFC fans wanting to see that. Yeah, I agree. That's actually something. I, again, I mentioned Cain Velasquez and passing him because it was he actually did beat him. So what better way to tie it in mm-hmm. than by bringing in a guy who legitimately is trying to break into the sport too? Yeah. I, I mean, I think if, if WWE that? comes to him and they are saying, hey, you get to face Brock Lesnar at a fucking big pay-per-view, I don't see how he doesn't take that deal, probably. How about mainstream clout? Honestly, BG, you would probably know him better than anyone. Um, like, how, how much interest is there in, in Cain Velasquez? Is he, a top, well, is he a top name in the MMA world? I don't know about MMA, but when you get the cross, like, anymore, but when you get the crossover into, hey, here was a, a UFC legend, Going into wrestling, like, there's already a lot of interest with him just going to Triple A. Yeah. And, like, as we know, like, Triple A is really, like, at this point in America, like, it's for the diehard wrestling fans. Like, you and I watched it, and we've watched it before, but it's like, you're not getting this mainstream press. I I don't think they sold out for, because they were were supposed to be, like, MSG last month. Uh, I don't know if they sold out for that show. But you get Cain Velasquez then, as Mike said, like, you're going to be on Fox with the UFC ties, you said they have the, the history already. Like, it's just, it's so easy to book that. I said to Mike, uh, before, what if, what if he screws over Brock on the first SmackDown on Fox? Right? Kofi gets to keep the championship. You set up Brock Lesnar against Kane Velasquez on the debut show on Fox. Like, that's going to be one of the biggest stories of the week. Yeah, I think that also, well, I mean, we'll get to that in just a moment here, but I do think that Brock Lesnar wins the WWE Championship. That's just my opinion. So I think that you're just not going to have interference. I think if he comes in, it would be in some form of vengeance for Rey Mysterio. I mean, I, that seems to make more sense. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, but yeah, so Brack Lesnar is... And then also The Fiend, well, Mike Chiari. Uh, I guess we'll pick it at Hell in a Cell. We'll talk more about this match. But do you like what we're doing with The Fiend thus far? I mean, it seems like we're still doing it a lot. But it seems like it's been a lot the last couple of weeks. Are we overexposing it? I agree I with think, that. I don't think it's too bad, though, because, I mean, it's not like he's doing much of anything. He's just showing up, beat the fuck out of Seth Rollins, and that's it. Like, I feel like if he didn't show up on this show, it would have been a little bit weird. So... I, I think that they're they're towing the line of it, and there could be danger that they'll overexpose them. But the good thing about it is, like, the Fiend's not fucking coming out and having a match on Raw. That's that's the key, I think, is you want to keep him out of those situations. If he's coming in, showing up for a minute, and beating the fuck out of somebody, that's not. I don't think that's a big deal, and I don't think that's a risk of overexposure. If you have him come in and have matches, then I think that's where you get into an issue. So I think they've done a good job. I mean. He is the guy that they are rolling with as their top draw right now, and they want to put him out there, so I get that. And people go to the shows wanting to see The Fiend, I think, right now, so they deliver that. You know, it's not a match, but it, he, he shows up. They get the light effects, they get the crazy music, they get The Fiend for a minute, and everybody's happy. So I think the way they've done it so far has been good. They, I, You just don't want to go too far beyond what they've done so far. That's fair. So, Donnie, I... I... If you're in agreement with me, then that they're overexposing them, are you? No. Is that how you no, feel, no, no. or are you just asking the question? I think they're overexposing Seth Rollins. I think they're they over- definitely are overexposing Seth Rollins, like as you guys mentioned before with all the feuds. I do feel like they're overexposing the theme in this sense. That is the third or fourth straight show where he's done basically the same thing to Seth Rollins. I think you could have switched it up, and because last week Rollins was fucking terrified, or two weeks ago, whenever it was, that like, he was terrified of Bray Wyatt. I think what you could have done here was the lights go out and Seth Rollins like starting to freak out again and the lights go back on, the fiend's not there. Or just the lights go out and you don't that's the end of the show. Just you have no idea what happened next. You could still have after the show that the fiend comes out, because that's the thing when it comes to WWE, is people are going to your show to see the stars. So if the fiend doesn't appear at that show, people are pissed. So you have to at some point get them on the show for that live crowd. But for the T V audience, you don't have to do that every week. You can play with your show as you need to and not have the fiend show up every time you did get Bray Wyatt in the Firefly Funhouse, And that was awesome. It was a really good segment. So to have the fiend show up every week, that's what we were talking about a couple of months ago, heading into SummerSlam. It's like, if you do it every single week, it does start to lose some of its cachet. Well, I will. Okay. So my, my, the reason I asked the question is because to me, it felt like we're definitely come, we're approaching the line of it being every week now where it was never mm-hmm. like that. But to I me, I think it's I, only because though of Hell in a Cell having a huge match. Yeah. And that's like, what I, that's my, that's well, my what hope. What happens if he wins the championship? I don't think he does. I don't think he does either. I think he goes up again. I think the whole thing is we're going up against Undertaker here. And I think if it's Fiend versus Undertaker and that's what we're building to, I think that that's going to call for sporadic appearances, which is what we wanted. So I think that this is what it's like every week, and I think that I definitely prefer it 
every other week or just mm-hmm. little vignettes and like not come not always showing up in the ring to do that thing maybe showing right. up in the ring one week randomly without a video like just changing it up keeping mm-hmm. it fresh which I, they they have done and i just want them to keep doing it. that's all WWE, keep doing it i'll be happy thank you very much uh can we talk about something that's new and fresh and hot and cool <laughs> yes. team hogan against oh. team flair on halloween y'all it does seem scary. like it, it is scary. Um, Ric Flair is scary on the mic now. I don't know what Yikes. the fuck's happening with him on the that mic. That whole segment sucked. The man, the man nearly I mean, died just months ago, uh, and he's out there flip-flopping around on the mic. He doesn't know what the fuck he's saying. Uh, Hogan, I never thought Hogan would be the coherent one in any conversation, uh, but he is, and he's sure back, and he's still an asshole. Oh, man, can you imagine how offended he was by Lashley and Lana? He's so close to just dropping another N-word. He's like, I can't handle it. It was a rib uh, on him because Rusev's <laughs> on Team Hogan. That's what they did. <laughs> you're fucking like, you're a racist monster? Well, guess, guess what, motherfucker? You're dealing with it now. You're the husband Hogan, who's... You're Hogan the husband. He, he's the husband I mean, taping. Were, the whole fucking thing was insanely over. Like, people, like, kind of talk shit on WWE, like, oh, fucking parade these legends out. Oh, fucking Saudi Arabia, blah, blah, blah. And then the crowd goes fucking ape shit. So then they're vindicated for doing that. I hate it. I hate it. It doesn't mean uh, it's right. Just because just because the crowd is like, hey, I know Ric Flair. Hey, I know Hulk Hogan. Doesn't mean we should be rehashing a storyline from TNA 2010. Amazing that people actually thought that they were going to fight. <laughs> Honestly, they I thought... They can't do anything. They will die. Uh, truthful, so, truthfully, so truthfully, I thought it was all a shoot, and I thought Rick was really going to try to get physical. I did. I thought he was going to be like... <laughs> well, He knew he it was, was his last time fucking... in the ring because he's going to get fired if he's going to get I... physical, and he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to I'm gonna go out like a boss, man. He's I was like, afraid he was going to get himself fired from just, like, fucking babbling on and on about shit that didn't make sense. You notice they stopped giving him a mic most times? This is why. <laughs> This was like trying so hard to get an order, and then he's just like, "Whatever, yep. just say what you're he's, doing." He's like, I'm not Go going. Ahead. He just jumped off the ship. He's like, "I'm not going down <laughs> with it." Let's <laughs> look at blame for it. Uh, okay, so yeah, it's so, looks so, like Jr. got blamed yep. one time. Yep. Team Team Flair has Randy Orton and Baron Corbin, uh, and Team Hogan has Seth Rollins and Rusev. Maybe I certainly don't recall them selecting Rusev or Baron Corbin for their. Respective nope. teams. No, I don't know. That's how that's how it always works in gym class. You just fucking run over <laughs> to the team and you're on it. My that's team, your pick. My team. Never that's how Daddy had... always had to do it. Nobody's gonna pick him, so he just runs to his side. My team. It was always like 65 kids to one, and I was <laughs> I was an I'm an army of one is what I was. Uh, but yes, this match looks fucking terrible. This looks fucking just like a clusterfuck to get a bunch of names on this oh, card. The match just looked terrible. Perhaps. It's just a clusterfuck to get everybody on the It's a house show main event. I went to New Japan and saw, and saw this match. Well, every Saudi Arabia show needs some kind of fucking weird gimmick, and this is it. Yeah, like doing Survivor Series before Survivor Series? They do that. They do fucking the Royal World Rumble Cup after the Royal Rumble. Like, we yeah, want Halloween always... series. Let's do it. We can do this. <laughs> but don't mention I'd Halloween. rather have been that. Like, why not do like something about Halloween when you're on Halloween? Oh, they will, BG. They will. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if they will. I don't. Are you allowed? Do they celebrate that? I don't know that? how. Yeah, right I don't know. They're doing a Halloweenish thing. We'll it's, get to that. It's all the dudes. You know how, like back in the day, they would just parade all the women out in like sexy outfits. It's because there's no women allowed. They're just gonna parade the dudes out in sexy outfits and see, like, is this what you wanted, Saudi Arabia? Is this what Otis you fucking is wanted? A sexy nurse in a battle royal. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be incredible, dude. We'll show them. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll force gender equality onto them. 
Um, but yeah, I guess this is the match itself is whatever. I just hate the the building premise behind this is it just so felt so dumb and forced. I hated it. I mean, it is what it is. This is what the Saudi Arabia shows are, though. Like, but so. it's, it's it's now bleeding into my regular shows. They're like, you have to accept this. This is definitely something that we. Hey, think... But the fans loved it. This like, I don't booked, know what to tell Honestly, you. this what? was booked by the the Prince of Saudi Arabia. What's even worse though is Flair. This segment, I hate this segment so much. Flair and Hogan are going at it, right? I'm better than you. I'm better than blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, Miz just chimes in. Oh, you two already know we're having this 10-man tag match, and you guys are the coaches. It's like, what? At the very least, just say, like, on SmackDown is when you announced that. Flair and Hogan, they were just going at it. They all agreed, hey, we can't get in the ring, but we're going to coach up some guys, and we're going to have a 10-man tag uh, on Halloween. Well, I mean, the whole start was convoluted because I thought, like, Flair and Hogan were, like, buddies these yeah. days. Yeah. So they are. Right, all of a sudden, Flair just turns heel. I know, he was being a real asshole. He was. Yeah. I don't even understand. It was honestly one of the worst I'm things. I'm so I've sick of that music, brother. Yeah, you're like, you're like, is he drunk? And he's angrily rambling. What did he say? I'm over it, bro. I'm yeah, over it. Like, We've been yeah. hearing that for a million years. And this is like, no. well, and you say fucking woo for a million years. It's like, what? I'll say that. I'll say this. He <laughs> said before they even got. When he came out and he just his theme song was on, he kept saying, I'm over it. Yeah. I thought he was talking about the segment, and then Miz is like, oh, okay. Uh, Holy shit, dude. It was not good. What a mess. What a fucking mess. <laughs> what a mess, dude. I didn't uh, really care for this episode of Raw, to be honest. It was, I, no, I didn't hate it. I, I, I thought, thought it was alright overall. It dragged at times, for sure. Any three-hour program does. But I felt like there was more, there was more meat on the bone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Besides the opening. There were some stories being told. Yeah. Like, even, like, just, even the, um, the, even the, the Street Profits the addressing the fact that oh, they were still NXT. Oh, that was good. Like, mm-hmm. we're NXT. Like, it just, mm-hmm. there were, I, Mike, well, you brought up Maria saying, hey, Rusev is not the baby daddy. I was just being. Oh, no, I did. DG brought that up. Okay, Thanks. well, whatever. Thanks, man. But I'm just saying, like, there's a lot more of that going on where we're trying to tie up all these loose ends as we go along, which makes for a more enjoyable product, I think. Well, you have to. And that's. Oh, you'd say that, but it feels like the last decade we've been doing the show, they didn't. So. I know, I know. <laughs> that's the thing with, like, Mike was talking about the attitude era. What's more enjoyable about Raw for the past couple of months is. You do go backstage, and you do get a bunch of different people on your show, and you have these threads throughout the program, and you're in different locations. Like, that all matters. Instead of everything just being in, in the ring or this match for 30 minutes, it's like, no, you got to spice things up a bit. Hopefully, at some point, Donnie, they go on location somewhere, 
right? Because that's what we loved about that. Yeah, well, it costs money now, so that's not a thing. So, sorry. Should be mentioned, Sasha's still killing it as a heel. I thought Becky standing on the thing and just taping her wrists ready because she's not allowed to mess with her until after the match and shit. Uh, Kaka in the match just shook that she's out there fucking the whole time. She wasn't time. shook. Becky she's was shook because she was, like, babbling, fucking stumbling over her words like she was Donald Wood for a minute. And then she's like, oh, shit, I should just stop talking and get on the thing lulls, and start my fists. Lulls, 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 but part of the issue also was the commentary team to start was very rough. Like, that first segment, Kane would, he was fucking oh talking God. so much. He just kept saying shit. Mm-hmm. And then Dio Men, I feel like, didn't say anything until, like, an hour and a half into the show. <laughs> which, and then when he does talk, he's, like, no emotion almost, it feels like. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, I, I I haven't seen much of him, obviously. I saw, like, a couple clips from 205 Live. He seemed like he was decent. And, obviously, you got to work him in here and see how he does. And This, these was, guys have this to was their get first episode, episode of Joseph. Raw. Vic Joseph is great. He is I awesome. Think he's fantastic. King did a terrible job, but then, like, as he the show went on and he talked a little bit less, it got better. Yeah. And then Dio Madden talked a little bit more, mm-hmm. and hopefully... It did. It really came into its own by the end. It was, I, I wouldn't like say re- it came into its own. It was yeah, much better. At the start, it was horrible, and then it got more palatable. So we'll see how it goes. I don't know. Day if one of a job. Really who's who's good at their that. job at day one? You know what I mean? They, they were just thrown into this. Dio literally Me? had not been on... Oh, my God. Um... <laughs> I hate you. Uh, let's go to SmackDown on Fox where I freak out at you. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Spoiler warning, uh, Paul Heyman says Brock's winning the title. I'll so, I want your, I want your pick. Who's gonna shake, D-Lo Brown, head shake me, Mike. Thank you. Well, BG also wrote that Kofi tweet is gonna take down that asshole Brock, and I like, read the tweet. He legit, he wrote asshole. Sure did. I don't make yeah. shit up. Fucking attitude era. I would never call Brock an asshole. Uh, no, I wouldn't want to die. Exactly. I'd um, call him an asshole, but it would be from afar. Like via phone. Like a different fucking country? Yeah, like via phone <laughs> when he's in Canada and I'm in Pennsylvania. You seriously would not even do that. I so would. I, I don't I, think you, know, you would. Because you know, at would. some point, he'll track it down. Find nah, you. fuck that. I'd hit star 6-7. He also fucking has, like, property in Canada. Oh, he'll sit though. It's star 6-9. Star 6-9 returns the phone call. Star 6-7 blocks your number. Come on, bro. I know. I know. You never made prank phone calls. <laughs> I do. That's why I know. You know, Crank Yankers is back. Yes, of course I do. Come on, you fucking asshole. Um, so who, who's got Mike? Uh, so excited for this match. I think it's an awesome hook for the first episode of Fox uh, SmackDown. I think that it's going to be Brock Lesnar. I just feel like they want a huge title change and a huge moment on the first episode. I don't think they want like a weird finish where it's like a no contest. I certainly don't think Kofi's going to beat Brock. So the only thing that makes sense to me uh, in terms of, you know, having that big moment that people are going to be talking about is Brock winning the title. Um, so I, I, I'm just going with Brock. I think that they'll give him some time. I think it, they could get up to 10 minutes. I think Kofi will get some offense in. I don't think it's going to be a straight squash, but I think it's going to be a fairly dominant Brock performance, uh, and it's just a clean win for him. BG? Going with Kofi Kingston retaining the championship somehow, some way. All right, he's Very been all open. over, all over media tours, and I think they like him as champion. I think he's one of the best draws that they have. New Day is amazing. He's been amazing. I want to see this um, championship reign continue. I'm not ready for it to personally be over. I definitely understand the allure of, hey, let's have a title change on our first show. But you do have Brock Lesnar on the show. 
you do have a ladder match on the show and you have a ton of legends already on the show, I think you can get by with not having a title change. And with there being so many legends, a lot of people that Brock Lesnar has pissed off, including the possibility maybe of a Kane Velasquez, it's very easy to have Brock Lesnar lose this by some type of interference. Oh, my God. I am rock hard at the thought that The Rock could right. interfere and mm. fuck with Brock and the idea exactly. of The Rock versus that Brock. That definitely won't happen. But we I never but had they, that remember they teached of it? Brock Lesnar. They teased it. Remember they went to beat up Triple H's office, and they're like, oh, shit, look at this poster of The Rock. And they're like, jerk off. and then like, Yeah, they also it. teased The Rock versus Triple H for staring at each other or whatever that one time. Yeah, yeah but for The Rock's that, like, I won't waste my time. That. Don't waste my fucking time but on that piece of shit. The Rock and Brock Lesnar have never wrestled since Brock beat him for the championship in 2002. So you're saying he's going to enact that rematch clause? <laughs> it's retroactively <laughs> still a thing because they took it away after. He's got a contract. He's like, I fr- it's like a check. I framed it, but now I'm cashing it, dude. I'm sorry. Sorry, you better have a dollar thirty-seven. The first dollars I ever made in the business, because uh, yeah, I'm going to cash it in now. Oh, that bank don't exist. Damn it. Uh, but yes, legitimately, I think that, uh, I think. I mean, like, like, is Rey Mysterio friends with, uh, Goldberg? Like, there's so many people here that have beef for Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Nobody's friends with Goldberg. It's <laughs> not true, bro. It's not true. A lot of people are friends with Goldberg. Just not Matt Riddle I, or Dolph Ziggler. I just think Brock wins this, and I think we get Brock against Ray for the title at Saudi Arabia. I agree with that wholeheartedly, and I think Brock wins. I think Brock wins, and all I BG, I agree with all the things that you said with Kobe being a draw and not wanting the championship reign to end and all that stuff. The truth is, though, this is an extraordinary situation that's going to call for an epic moment, and you guarantee that by having Brock Lesnar win a championship on your show. No doubt in my mind, Fox wants Brock with the title. Yes, no doubt in my mind, a hundred percent. And I don't think they mind him not being there all the time on SmackDown either. I think they want because they hey on UFC they're used to not having a guy for a couple months. So I'm I really do think that if if SmackDown if if Fox is giving them five fucking billion dollars, which it is, they're gonna have some like hey man, I like what you're doing, but how about this? Can we try this? Can we do a little bit of this? So and you know the WWE's like yeah 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 you want who Brock champion yeah right I did too. It's funny you said that. I was thinking that at the same time. We're going to do it's that. a billion, by the way. I'd say five billion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one billion. One it's billion one billion over five years. years okay, five billion over one year. Got it. Still mm-hmm. pretty good, I'm just saying. Good deal. Um, <laughs> does Brock defend the championship at Hell in a Cell? No. no. If he wins? No. no. So what does New Day do at Hell in a Cell? They cry in the, the back. They eat a lot of <laughs> catering. What does anybody do at Hell in a Cell? There's three fucking matches. Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing? I don't know. I really... There's less than a week until this thing, and they have three matches. And nothing else, like, built for nope. a match. No, oh, because I mean, you just had be, AJ beat uh, Cedric that'll, again. That, that'll be a match so, again, though. They're gonna will do it, will again. it? Yeah, I think Maybe. so, yeah. yeah. It does feel like it. I, I honestly see them <laughs> rushing Lash, Lashley and fucking Rusev, probably. So Who's the SmackDown tag Aaron team Corbin team? against Revival? Chad Gable again. Yeah, there you go. We got it. Oh, did I Revival, a rematch? I, I, yeah, maybe. maybe I don't even know. Doesn't because like Owens, the draft is coming up. It's the Owens week and after, Shane right? should have been at Hell in a Cell probably, but here it is on Fox. That's so. what, when they first announced it, that's what I thought they were doing, and I was like, oh, it's on Spectre. I think it probably <laughs> was initially for that. And they're like, fuck, let's go, we're moving it over. Right. It is a bit strange. Like I understand wanting to blow out your debut, but like a ladder match and the WWE Championship. I can't wait to see all the legends. Like I, I think they say. definitely view it as like. This is the pay per view, and the pay per view is mm. not really anything. Like yeah. the house stuff. I yeah. agree, um, but it, it's going to be. I can't wait to see a, the stage full of legends randomly. I can't wait to see the stage. 
Yeah, I I can't wait to see the other custom Tony Hawk design. I want fucking RVD, Sergeant Slaughter, Hurricane, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan coming out together. Yeah, <laughs> truthfully, these guys are just gonna stay on the stage and have a beer bash. All the legends are gonna come. They're not gonna do a damn thing. I don't th- I don't know how they're, well, they already have. To, look, they have a Brock Lesnar Kofi Kingston match, and I know mm-hmm. you say it's gonna be like shorter, but I still think it's gonna be like ten minutes. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Right? It's still like a 15 minute segment they have to build into your show. And then also, don't Kevin Owens or Shane McMahon is a ladder match with careers on the line, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's going to be a, a major long. moment. And you got two hours, so how the fuck am I fitting The Rock, Stone Cold, Undertaker, you also got Kogan, Kurt Angle, Angle, Booker T, Mick Foley, Lita, Mark Henry. Where am I? Where oh, is the time? Most of them are doing nothing because you know The Rock's going to talk for a half hour. Oh my which God, The Rock's going to shit on somebody, right? Like, yeah. He's going to walk Ooh. in the business. Uh, one, two, three. He's yeah, like, hey, Lana. Remember when we did that same thing a year ago? Or whatever. Yeah, it was disgusting. Everyone hated the Rock for it. I can see the Rock like shitting on the revival. Uh, or doing something with Elias because Elias is tweeting about him. We've been asking for it for oh, how? Right, right, right. Do something. That. I, I definitely want. He's definitely gonna have a, a longer segment though. You're not gonna cut him off. So that's well, I mean, if you have the fucking Rock, you get all you can out of the Rock. Yeah, and Stone Cold <laughs> beer bash at the to end the show. Fucking 45 people in the ring. Like, I want the that? Rock and Stone Cold to sing again. And, and then Scott the- Hall doesn't have a beer, though, and they're like, nope. I think it may be because he's an addict. <laughs> they're like, I don't know, he, what is he, a stick in the mud? What is this guy, a pussy? It's like, nah, he's recovering from alcoholism, so probably he's the fuck back tough guy? Holy shit. There's no confirmation on this, but it could be because he's yeah, remember like, that? drunk. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. I'll let him Yeah, I mean, I am. About it. Laughing at the stupidity of yeah, reporting exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Kevin Owens or Shane McMahon ladder match with the careers of the line. Oh, God. Wow, one of them will never wrestle again. That's crazy. Until they go to NXT. Who you got? How's the shit got, Mike? <laughs> so, what I would like to happen, and this is kind of like a common theme with this feud, what I would like to happen <laughs> is for Shane McMahon to win and for Kevin Owens to go to NXT because he gets fired from WWE, but Triple H is like, oh, fucking NXT's rogue or whatever. Come on in and be on the show. I talked, I to, love- hey, I talked to Dad. And he said I could have him, okay? <laughs> all right, all right. Or what just very that? easy, That's like, hey, the draft is coming That's up. Shame. <laughs> but I would love for that to happen, but because I see Brock winning and then that's like – your, that's like your heel going over. I think they want a feel-good moment for the show where Kevin Owens gets the win, so Shane McMahon gets quote-unquote fired, and the whole crowd can sing na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na, hey-hey-hey, goodbye, and it's a nice – fun moment, and then Shane can go off TV for like a month or whatever and then come back when you need him. 
So that's where I see them going with it. All right, I could see it too. I like that. I like your. I like your thought. I actually am okay with either outcome here. I hmm. think if if Kevin wins, you know, Shane McMahon gets fired. Shane McMahon's been very overexposed, and we get some time away from him. He's a McMahon. He'll come back eventually. You know, he'll find a loophole. It's fine. Um, but if if Shane wins. He stays six around. He's not the worst authority figure. Hopefully they scale it back a bit. But Kevin Owens probably goes to NXT. So that's good too. So, I mean, either way, I'm actually looking for the match itself will be fun. Shane McMahon. Oh, yeah. It'll be a great match. I simulation is going to be great. Kevin Owens really good. Can't understand how good Shane could be in a ladder match. Yeah. So, like, I'm really excited for this. And I, I, I don't hate either outcome. So, all right. I'm fine. I'm, I'm down for this. Hey, Mike, that's a good point. Do you remember the last time Shane was in the ladder match? Was it was it King of the Ring '99 against hey, Stone Cold? Yeah, I don't think he was in. I don't he recall hasn't been a ladder match recently whatsoever. I really don't recall a ladder match that he was in when he's he was. in all kinds of crazy matches. But yeah, I can't yeah. think of a ladder match that is interesting. In I'm very, I'm like more excited now to see what Shane does. He's jumping off match. that thing. He's jumping yeah. off something. Uh, he's going through so many tables. I can't wait for this match. I, I'm I'm like almost as excited for this as I am for Kofi and Brock. Um, I'm more excited for this match than Kofi Brock, I think. Just, like, the shit they can do in this match. Yeah, I mean, we did see Brock and Kofi, and they didn't push Kofi as hard, but I really want to see Kofi and Brock. I'm very excited for that, too. So I can't wait for the show. It's going to be a great show. Um, I'm, I like I would, I really don't want Kevin Owens to win because it's such a much more interesting storyline if he does get fired, but we've been saying that for, what, three matches in a row so far? And like you guys say, like Shane has an easy way in. He has been a bit overexposed. And I think the big thing that we have to look at is who is running these shows when it comes to next week's draft. Is it Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff, considering that they've already announced to everyone in the world, hey, Paul Heyman runs Raw, Eric Bischoff runs SmackDown. So it's very easy just to do that and say, like, hey, these are the guys making the picks. So in that sense, you don't need a Shane McMahon on television because you have Eric Bischoff, or at the very least – in everyone's mind, Eric Bischoff is the one running the show. So why, what is Shane doing here as the authority figure? So when it comes to that, it just makes sense for Shane to lose, and then he can have a month or two off, come back around the Royal Rumble, come back for WrestleMania season. He has been around for a long time uh, as an active participant. So I think it's time for him to kind of take a step back, even though you do a Survivor Series comeback, and he usually is part of a match. That's why I said, like, if Kevin Owens went to NXT and him and Triple H could, like, lead an invasion against Shane McMahon and a bunch of heels, that would be a ton of fun. It would be tons of fun. That was my high school nickname. Um, the Rock, I, I, you, just real quick, I think I, I have a little bit of inside information from a couple of sauces I got on, oh. the, on the scene. Um, there are actually four letters being transported to Los Angeles. They look oh, flammable. Is there going to be um, a fire gun? It's, I, I'm, I'm thinking... There might be an ice gun this time, actually, that he then lights on fire, and it melts the ice. That it, seems like a lot of stuff that is unnecessary to do. Almost <laughs> like lighting the letters on fire isn't unnecessary enough. Well, at least that was one step. Nah. You're, you're proposing just multiple steps. Well, he's melting... I don't think there's going to be fire on the new stage. He's melting the ice, and then this is how he announces he's going to be fucking president in 2020. He's going to thaw relations between the office of the president and the American people. You thought the Middle East nice. was a tough situation? Wait till The Rock lays the smack down. Hashtag smack down. Oh my god, on, The Rock needs the fucking rock bottom like prince. 
of Saudi Arabia? Arabia. Oh, yeah. You know he's a mark, so he would love that shit. It's like the kid who got super kicked by the Young Bucks. He'd be like, oh, my God, I live my life now. Mm. Like, shut up, Mark. Very excited to see the Raw. Yeah, SmackDown will be fun. How about Hell in a Cell? Let's talk about Hell in a Cell. We have all of three fucking matches announced, so let's do our... <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be mad if they just kept it like that. Yep. Do like an hour for Becky and Sasha, ten yeah, minutes for The Fiend and Rollins, and then an hour for the tag team match. That's perfect. I'm actually fine with making it just like an hour long. The whole, the whole fucking thing. That'll be great, yeah. <laughs> like, you got an hour, you better get these two... You know what? Just do the two Hell in a Cell matches next to each other uh, at the same time. Well, yeah, I, it's like four games, but it's two matches. <laughs> it's like, we're trying to be economical with our time and our money. The uh, ideal situation here would be these three matches that are announced are the last three that go on, and then you could just, like, not watch any of the first, like, two hours. Because it's just going to be pure filler. Uh, Rollins vs. The Fiend. Get your D'Lo Brown heads out. Let them shake. Loosen up that neck. Get it loose! Um, Mike Kiari, who got in house to shake out? Oh... So, the fact that they put Rollins in this weird Team Hogan versus Team Flair match made maybe somewhat hesitant and made me think for a second about changing my prediction because it is a little bit weird. But if you're going to have Brock on that show as WWE champion potentially uh, defending the title, then you don't necessarily need a universal championship match on that show. So, I'm sticking with what I've said all along, that being that Seth Rollins is going to retain... Maybe not even necessarily beating The Fiend. I think The Undertaker shows up, though, and causes, like, a non-finish, no-contest type of thing and takes out The Fiend as love retribution. Those, love those Hell in a Cell no-contests. Uh, at least this one won't be by well, a fucking hologram. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, drag the hell oh, under the ring. That's part of my Halloween display on my yard. I just come out and <laughs> drag people to hell. If you fucking go to hell, like, it's you right can't the front door. <laughs> yeah, that's hell. It's just my house. It's like, you deal with these kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's horrible. Yeah, that is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> we take a camera with down with the fiend, and the fiend, it's just a fucking, it's just my house underneath the ring. It's like, yeah, what's up, man? It's fucking very strenuous. Daddy like clamors to actually like spend like time underneath the ring. It would be easier. <laughs> it would be easier. <laughs> More fun. Nobody yelling at me for five fucking seconds. But yeah, I think I think the Undertaker interferes here. I think he costs the fiend, and I think we get, as I was talking about earlier, we get a little Halloween action in Saudi Arabia. It's very spooky. It's the fiend versus the Undertaker. Ooh, spooky, mm. dude. I'm down. I'm really. God, you're talking to me today, Mike. Me and you were like. No. 21%, brother. Or simpatico. 21%. PG, <laughs> you're the other one. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty torn on this one, actually. There's a lot of pros and cons for each one winning. The Fiend does not win, does not need the championship. Nope. He's already a top draw. Everyone fucking loves him. He's in commercials. That mask is tormenting more than people. any title. Exactly. He is tormenting people on Fox and whatever. Like, <laughs> that everyone is hilarious. Like, what oh the my fuck God. was that? Don't, don't just, so don't just like, gloss over that. So Fox, <laughs> Fox has been playing advertisements on its programming, including <laughs> something called Fox and Friends, which my father-in-law, he fucking watches Fox all the time. He watches news all the time. So that's like, he's just watching. He's just checking it out. And, uh, he's like, what the fuck was that thing? Because right at the end of the SmackDown commercial, it says SmackDown, Aaron Fridays, BAP! Like, and then does, like, the fucking random scary face <laughs> at the very end. And there's, like, religious people who watch Fox, and they're like, who, so I think I saw a demon on my television! Come on! 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> so the fiend is... Yeah, That's the fiend, awesome, man. The fiend this is thing. already rocking the political system to its core, and I'm here for that as well. President Fiend is what we need. <laughs> Um, he just starts fucking choking out leaders of fucking <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Fucking thinks he's fucking yeah. running the United you're States, thinking, dude. He's getting he's getting fucking the mandible claw in the fucking the Kremlin's getting it, bro. Uh, so like he just does not need a championship. But at the same time, if you're a promoter and you're like, man, this guy's making a ton of money for us. Everyone loves him. Let's put the belt on and see how much more we can get from. Him. So like it's it's a double edged sword when it comes to a draw like that. And the custom when, when title to, would be tits, though. Mm, it would be yeah. great. That'd Depending be really on what cool. they can, I mean, they create that mask, so <laughs> it's just skin. would be pretty fucking. It's awesome. just skin. The leather is just human fucking skin. <laughs> oh, it's like Ed Gein, yeah, yeah you're like hands and fingers. <laughs> like, I hate when you like crossover. <laughs> you know how I like the MMA and US and WWE crossover. I do not like the attention horror Bring Us Radio I'm crossover. Just saying a fun like uh, remember his hold on. Remember his leather apron was like made out of faces. Yeah. And like other things, yeah. He's gonna have a nipple vest. Um, that there yeah, was his nipple title belt, <laughs> just with a big it's nipple a in the center, a spinner nipple. He's Cena comes back, and he's the one who has to try to take it from him. He's like, "You think he's a fucking joke, Cena? This is your nipple. Look at your chest." He's like, "No nipples." John Cena doing good things, by the way. Um. But Seth Rollins just won the championship from Brock Lesnar of all people. So you're going to have him lose now? That's yeah. a bit weird, right? So, yeah, it's odd to call the guy the Beast Slayer who then avoids just slaying the Beast to help his friend like Rey Mysterio, though. Yeah, he's been there and done that, though. Um, <laughs> That's his excuse. He's like, I would help him, but I would just beat him. You know I mean, I'm already tired of that. that mountain. Help My him hands are sore for whipping out ass. Like, I would time. lean towards Rollins. Here's the thing. I still am firmly on the belief that we're getting Undertaker and Sting in Saudi Arabia, and you get The Fiend against Undertaker at Survivor Series. So you could have Undertaker screw with The Fiend here after they've already announced on SmackDown Sting and Undertaker at Halloween. The Fiend could screw over The Undertaker at Saudi Arabia, and then it leads to Survivor Series. What if, what if undertaker comes through the ring holy shit look it's a fucking undertaker and then out of the same hole sting drags undertaker who then drags bray wyatt to hell. triple triple threat <laughs> triple threat at saudi arabia holding the hell match fucking just it's a, no, they wrestle I, around the hole first one in the hole loses you know what you need donnie undertaker is coming from hell to drag the fiend down sting comes down from the rafters to grab the fiend's hand to save him Cage is in the way. Your fucking storyline sucks uh, now. Uh, and they break him like the right Seth Rollins the figure. On yeah, he's like, what, well, like he's Blue Blazer? Come on. Um, let's oh. go. Wait, just, just to uh, kind of shed a little light on something here, because I was listening to uh, Bruce Pritchard's Bruce podcast last week, and he was doing like a retrospective of Yokozuna's career. And something that he said I thought was interesting, like with respect to the fiend and it's like 
when Yokozuna was champ and they were looking for like the next Hogan or whatever, the next babyface to take the title from him, they were thinking of Brett, they were thinking of Undertaker, they were thinking of Lex Luger. And what Bruce Pritchard said about Vince McMahon was that, yeah, the Undertaker was discussed, but he didn't want to like quote unquote saddle him with the title because of his mm-hmm. gimmick. And he felt like putting the title on him would kind of like hurt his gimmick and hurt the mystique. So I feel like that's like what his view is on these types of characters. Because if you look at Undertaker, he had the title for like a couple days in 1991 or whatever, and then he dropped it back to Hogan. And then he didn't win it again until WrestleMania 12. Mm-hmm. So it took a long time for them to even put him in the title picture. And the Fiend is still, that character is still new, just like the Undertaker character was still new during that time. So my thought is, I don't, I don't think Vince wants to put the title on him. I think he knows that any match involving the Fiend right now is a draw. And you can use the title to make other matches a draw. And because of that, I think it's unlikely that they're going to put the title on him yet. Yeah, I agree. I think no matter what, I think Rollins walks out as champion, and I think someone interferes, whether it's Undertaker, whether it's Sting and Undertaker from the same hole. I'm not sure, but someone's something's happening. The hologram of Bray Wyatt when he was chubby? I don't know. I don't know. So Bray Wyatt's going to interfere against Bray Wyatt? Mm-hmm. He's Holy haunting God. him. He's haunting himself. Yeah. Remember he says he's taking over? Can't control him anymore? Boom. In your yeah, but dome. the regular Bray was like, I'm going to ask him to be nice to Seth Rollins. Psych, I'm not going to ask him. Yeah. I like that. That was a good ending. Yeah, uh, that's true. Becky Lynch versus Kaka Bangs. Hell in a cell. This going to be good. It's my yeah. analysis. That's crack analysis right there. This, like this the going to be the good. you've seen. You said it a Sasha match in like forever. going to be oh, good. Half mm-hmm. this, I'm sorry. Half this match going to be good. Yeah, but no, it's going to be awesome. No, this match is going to be awesome. Listen, I, Kaka, she can really nail it in when the fucking stage is not at, at its brightest or she's not the focal point because she's not the focal point here. Um, but in the moment... She is the focal point here. Well, not here. In the sense like when right. she's in a, a Royal Rumble or she's in a multi-person match or she's in right, a tag team match. Right, when she lasts an hour and fucking kills it and owns the Rumble. I mean, she definitely slash, laid for a good try. 47 yeah. minutes and 34 seconds. But that's okay. Well, I'm bringing a bullshit. No need for details, right? You brought it up! Don't say I brought up. Uh, I think that Becky Lynch and Sasha will have a great match. I think Sasha proved against Ronda Rousey that when she's been put in position, even when she gets a little frumpy because she's got to take the L, she can still really put on a good match. And I think the million times that she delivers in big matches. And I think that this one will be no exception. I think this is uh, of the three matches. This will probably be match of the night. Of the three matches, I think fucking Seth versus Fiend will be the worst. Uh, you know what? I will actually probably agree with that. Just on paper. Just on paper, because I, I, Daniel Bryan and Luke Harper in the other match. So I'm very hump, very pumped about that. I'm very humped about that. Too. Very humped. I'm very humped about that. <laughs> Just can't stop. But yeah, I got, I got Becky Lynch. Uh, no, no, I got Sasha Banks winning the title here. Sorry. Mike? Uh, yeah, I can't wait for this match. This, I mean, even if you had fucking ten matches on this card, I think this would be the likely match of the night candidate. Um, I love what Sasha's been doing from a heel perspective. Like, her just, like, on Raw, just, like, taking the mic out of Charlie Cruz's hand. And, you know, I like the fact that she's playing up to the fact, like, I've been through this before. I'm a veteran in this type of match. You don't know what it's like. I'm going to use that to my advantage. Like, I think the story that they've been telling has been really good. And I think that, obviously... To me, Sasha's got to win this match. I think that if you don't have her win this match, and you kind of ruined all the work that you've done building her up as a strong heel. And I think that she wins because Bailey somehow gets involved, and they always try to act like Bailey or Charlotte's her friend. Get... Is she getting involved too then? 
Ah, uh, she don't fucking care that much, really. <laughs> she's she's uh, fucking. She's gonna be Charlotte against Bailey on the card. Yeah, I would assume so because neither of them have anything else to do. But I, I still think all over the promotional stuff. I, I think Bailey gets involved here because there was a couple weeks ago. I don't know if Becky said it or like an announcer said it, but they were like, "This match isn't about keeping Bailey out. It's about keeping Sasha in." I think Becky said it. So it's like she almost like basically said like yeah Bailey's definitely gonna get in this fucking thing somehow. So mm-hmm. I think that Bailey ends up helping Sasha win, and they both celebrate with their titles, and they're both you know Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion. Like together, like they they pin the Shield, pin the guy. Yeah, maybe they trade titles, swap them. <laughs> they just don't care about rules. They're like, slingers. They're <laughs> sling- <laughs> That's fun. I like that. That's a fun joke. BG. Thank you. I got a million of them. I know you don't. Start using them, maybe. I don't know. I do. I'm out. Been doing the show for 10 years. <laughs> PG. Uh, so I do think Charlotte beats Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship, whether it's at Hell in a Cell or next week's SmackDown, like during the draft or something. Because I think Charlotte's staying on SmackDown. She's all over the promotional stuff there. Becky's also all over the promotional stuff for SmackDown. So I think she's getting drafted to to that show. So at some point... Between the next week, it only makes sense for the drop of the hell in the cell, Sasha Banks. Uh, as far as your comment, like, this will definitely be the match of the night, but I think I'm more intrigued by Rollins and The Fiend to see what they do with The Fiend in that match, because I think you can probably predict what Becky and Sasha do, but with The Fiend, then you just don't really know what he's going to be able to do in that match. So that's going to be more interesting. But a better technical um, match with the with the women, for sure. Of course, it's going to be, yes. I'm so, just saying, like, that's going to easily be match of the night. Uh, also, another match that's apparently Daniel Bryan. This guy is working circles around everybody else. He is a fun, he, everybody's playing checkers. This motherfucker's playing chess. He was a, a, a heel, then he was a face, then he was a heel, <laughs> now he's a face again, kinda, but also doing heel things at the same time. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but he's doing whatever they ask him and he's pulling it off in that situation. You never know until he comes out of the ring and then gets the crowd to react to him the way, exact way he wants to. But he's getting them, them on his side. So it went from Daniel Bryan is now, hey, I'm team with Roman Reigns. Is he turning again? What is happening here? So it's Ro- uh, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns uh, versus Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. Mike, uh, who got how's it shake out? Explain this. Uh, so first of all, I'm I'm really excited for this match. It's gonna be fucking great. Um, took, like, a long time and a lot of bad things to get to this point, but we eventually got to something that's going to be good in ring-wise, so I'm excited about that. Uh, I will say, second best match of the night out of three, for sure. Um, but I think that Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns just kind of win here because they've been taking L's left and right, which is rare for, especially for Roman. But Daniel Bryan, even before the, uh, whole thing with Eric Rowan went down, he lost to Buddy Murphy, like, he's lost a lot of matches lately. Reigns lost to Rowan at the last peer review, so I think they gotta get them some wins. So I think they could pick up the victory. I think they coexist for this time, and I think that Daniel Bryan just is gonna be a face here moving forward because I think that there's a lot of value in Daniel Bryan as a face coming out of the draft. Like <laughs> SmackDown, I think is gonna be pretty stacked, and I think like you want a face of Raw who's mm-hmm. maybe, like, not Seth Rollins because people kind of get tired of him because mm-hmm. they overexpose him so much. I think Daniel Bryan can be that guy. He's got the history, you know, the whole thing with WrestleMania 30 and all of that. I think that people are ready to embrace him again as a top face, and he would be a, a huge coup for Raw as a top babyface. I agree. All the fellow words. Agree. Look yeah. at you, man. We're I like agree. lovers, only closer. Golden lovers. Mm-hmm. I, almost bought a, I almost bought a fucking umbrella, a Bullet Club umbrella. But I 
It was far too expensive. You'd have been a real fucking mark if you did that. We also said we also laughed at how we we they mark them up considerably if it's a rainy day. <laughs> there is definitely inflation on that side. It goes from sixty to one hundred dollars like real quick that day. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Supply and demand, Donnie. Yeah, I mean it is. But you're right about that. It's a fucking definitely necessity. They're mm. gouging prices, but it's fine. Uh, who who you win? Who you got? Uh, who you win? Who you win? You want title match? <laughs> going with D. Brian Roman Reigns. This feud's been going on for like four months, and it's time for the faces to just win and end this. Um, with the draft coming up, it makes sense. I agree with Mike. Daniel Bryan stays the face, goes to Smack uh, Raw. He has not been on many of the promotional items for SmackDown Fox, whereas Roman Reigns has. I think he stays. Uh, Harper and Rowan, I pr- really pray to the wrestling gods that they stay together because as much as I love Luke Harper and would love to see him flourish as a top heel as a single star, I don't think they're going to do that. No. So at the very least, the guys talk and exactly. Why the fuck he? Why do they hate him? Back. Legitimately, right. I, why do they hate him? I don't no, I know. Believe those reports. He's so it. much better he's... than Rowan. Like Rowan, Rowan's he's good. Fine. This isn't about Rowan. He's better than so many Rowan. people he's in the fine, company. But Harper's so much fucking better than this guy, and they never let him talk. To me, Harper legit could be. If, if he went it's to AEW, he should be. He could be a top heel champion. If he went to AEW, he'd be a top five star there right now. He'd be top. You could argue. You could argue he's a top three star in WWE if you fucking booked him correctly. He's amazing. And so I don't think that they do. Unfortunately, I don't think that they push him. So at the very least, let's keep a great tag team together. So hopefully they stay together because wherever's happening in the draft, you're going to have teams like the Good Brothers, uh, the Authors of Pain, Viking Raiders, whatever the fuck they're yeah, being called today. Fucking right? Like, like how Raiders? awesome would those and we're, def- be? we're definitely teasing AOP versus Viking experience, right? Yeah, them, I'm all right? About that. The, the, them putting right. that, like, the video for AOP videos again, great. But they put the, the Viking experience, like, that was the segment that led right into that. So you're like, brain's like, oh, oh, what are we doing yeah. here? What and was the like, word dude, I used, I Mike? Juxtaposition. There it is. I think you forgot it. You I did. I was needing help. I literally <laughs> forgot it. It wasn't the word of today. Today was just flumdipolis. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, did you say flumdiferous? Flum, you just I, made up a word. Flumdiferous. <laughs> Syphilis. I'm sorry. Were you someone saying something? Uh, Brandon, nah. I, I'm, I'm picking Daniel Bryan and Romeo Regs, baby girl. Yeah, baby. There's just too much star power on that side, and too much hate for Luke Harper and the WWE for no reason to make me think otherwise. So there you go. Um, okay, so this is a packed this week for WWE. We talked about a lot. I feel like we got it all out. But then next week it's going to be even longer, so holy shit. Uh, what else do we have to talk about, BG? Donnie, we have to talk about patreon.com slash ringrisphero because you can go there right now to sign up for early access to hear our upcoming reviews for Entourage and Road Trip. Plus, you can vote on the cards, determine the winner right now for who won the Wednesday Night War draft. And don't forget, you can sign up for our upcoming drafts, the Horror Villain Draft, in two weeks, October 15th. Also, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on November 5th. And then our final draft of the year, the Christmas Draft, December 3rd. Ooh. And you want more of us, Donnie? I yeah. know you always want yeah, more of us. We have another podcast Ooh. called Attention Horrors. We explore conspiracy theories, aliens, serial killers, and so much more. We hope you have a chance to check it out and leave a review for us because it will really help us grow the brand from the ground up. It's on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Spreaker. You can check out patreon.com slash attentionhorrors for early access for upcoming podcasts and donate to us. Have your topic on our show. You all right? You all right? Yeah. 
sound like dramatic ca- effect. Ever fucking heard of it? I sound I like had... fucking caca bangs on the mic, guys. Let's go what? on. For... Hey, this is Wade Keller inviting you to check out my podcast, The Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast. There are several new episodes each week, including our Thursday flagship, plus interview shows, mailbag shows, and flashbacks. All you have to do is search Wade Keller in Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use and subscribe for free. You'll see both a blue logo and a red logo show. The blue logo is our main podcast. The red logo with my name on it are our post shows following Raw and SmackDown. They're all free and check them out. Most recently, I had a two and a half hour interview with John Moxley. The longest interview he's ever done. The last interview he says that he'll talk about his WWE experience. And the first interview he conducted after his AEW debut at Double or Nothing. Here's a snippet of one big chunk of the interview where he talked about how frustrated he was trying to get that Brock Lesnar match at WrestleMania to be what he wanted it to be. Brock had, like, and I was like, dude, we have the opportunity. We have a street fight. We can do anything. I'll take any bump you want. But literally, I'm begging you to fucking kill me. Please, power bomb me in the thumbtacks a hundred times. Oh, we don't need all that. Ugh. Like, he didn't, he, he did not have the mentality of, like, trying to steal the show at all. Did not give a shit. So check out all two and a half hours. It's on the blue feed, the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast. Just search Wade Keller and download parts one and two. And also check out my recent interview with ex-WWE creative team member Matt McCarthy, who responded to both John Moxley and Batista's recent comments about the non-wrestling writers on staff in WWE. Hey, wrestling fans. I'm Mark Murphy, the host of the Travel Pulse Podcast. You may know me from some of the TV segments I do on CNN or Fox News or a local affiliate, but I'm the guy who's been to about 80 countries, including places like Cambodia, where I've eaten things like baby duck embryo on a side street. Don't recommend that. Or the Amazon jungle, where we're hanging out and they're cooking up worms. And we're eating that too, along with live ants. They tell me it tastes like lemon. FYI, they did taste like lemon. So I'm gonna bring you through the Travel Pulse podcast news of the week, but it's not going to be your typical travel news. You're going to hear about things like people going to a nude beach in Ibiza and destroying the sand dunes because they're having sex on the dunes and environmentalists are going crazy. Stuff like that, as well as social media losers, the people that hide behind the facade and throw crap out there, I take them down. So listen in, tune in, subscribe to Travel Pulse Podcast. Looking forward to connecting with all of you. Do you love the designs, logos, and shirts produced for Ringrust Radio and Attention Horrors? Of course you do. And the man behind much of our branding is graphic designer Daniel Hayden, who can be found at Daniel Hayden Design. That's dhaydendesign.com and at Daniel Hayden on Instagram. Also, Daniel is hosting the Gripe Outlet podcast with his good friends Nick and Daryl. Each Tuesday, they discuss all the things that ruin their day, hopefully not Ringrust Radio, Normally veering off on unrelated tangents, which sounds a lot like Ringrose Radio. The Gripe Outlet Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and all reputable podcast providers, as well as at Gripe Outlet on Instagram and Gripe Outlet on Facebook. The video version of the podcast is now available on YouTube by simply searching for the Gripe Outlet Podcast. Once again, go support tremendous graphic designer Daniel Hayden at Daniel Hayden Design. That's dhaydendesign.com and at Daniel Hayden on Instagram. I guess I'm a dirt cheap master's header. Scoop, scoop, per sauce. There's a feeling that it's interesting to know. 
Dirty Busters. If there's something strange in the latest report, who are you gonna call? Dirty Busters. If it's an egregious lie and anonymously sourced, who are you gonna call? Dirty Busters. I ain't afraid of no lies. I ain't printing a retraction. Dirty Busters! Mike. Go ahead, dude. What is... <laughs> you're, you're getting worse at your job. Hey, if you're not getting said... better, you're getting worse. I'm definitely not getting better. Yeah, whatever. Uh, this is from Elv. <laughs> Elv is surprised. <laughs> let me let, let me get my surprised face out because he's usually surprised at everything that happens. He's like, uh, he came down to the ring. <laughs> he gets it all wrong. Uh, he, he got a ring. Brian Alvarez noted on Wrestling Observer Live that there's a very good chance that NXT superstars will be on Raw tonight for the big season premiere. Hmm. And I quote, I would actually be surprised if no one from NXT shows up tonight. I mean, Street Profits were there. They're there every week. And they teased NXT, though. He's super fucking shocked. So he's, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm giving him credit for this one. Street Profits were there with an NXT bug and everything. Nah, no, that's not a thing. Uh, it's from the Dirty Sheets. Bill Zahadi provides oddly specific figures regarding the Fiend's future merch sales. <laughs> future yeah, merch sales, too. Future yeah, merch not even sales. ones that have already happened. Okay, honestly, you had me. I was like, okay, maybe he does have a story, but it's like future merch sales. He that's has like, numbers for the future. Honestly, let's get it on the ground floor with this guy. We should be fucking investing heavily, dude. We should not have anything to do with him. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, I invest all my money in bets on dildos in, from Buffalo Bills games. Smart. I didn't see any this week. I though, know. So. It's a lot of money lost. <laughs> According to the Dirty Sheets, WWE expects to make an additional $2 million from the Fiend merchandise this Halloween. And this is one of the reasons why WWE is going to put the Universal Championship on the Fiend is WWE prioritized profits over storylines. Going on a limb there. Not going to put the title on him, probably. While a slow burn run for the Fiend going after the Universal title would have made sense, WWE is now guaranteed to make more money during the WrestleMania financial quarter because of the Fiend's rise. With Bray Wyatt's Fiend merchandise being hot, and with him main eventing Hell in a Cell this Sunday night, and then headlining future WWE live events as Universal Champion, Dirty Sheets source noted that Wyatt is expected to receive over $200,000 in November. Uh, it doesn't say for what. I guess they're just handing him a check for $200,000. His merch also, <laughs> also, Wyatt is expected to continue to receive bonuses of around $100,000 after that until WrestleMania 36 where the Fiend merchandise is expected to occupy a large section of WrestleMania access. So he's just going to receive periodic $100,000 checks. No specific time, rationale, <laughs> shit, or anything dude. like that. I, I, I wish, wished I would get a check like that. Just like, what? Fucking JoJo awesome. wearing Gucci, baby. This fucking dude's going to be rolling in cash. <laughs> also, I don't know if the figures are correct. I assume this is all just based on, like, obviousness. That he's definitely making a lot more uh, money because he's got a cut of the merchandise. Well, it's like... All new? It's like the Fiend is like a fucking big character right now. They can make all kinds of merch. People are going to love it. People already have loved it. So let me make up some numbers that look impressive. Yep. Two, two million, guys. I was going to say 1.5, but I said hold the phone. It's two. That's wild. They're probably making more than that. I don't know. I, hey, BG, <laughs> I, I don't know. I could know. not even begin to I don't tell know. Oh, yeah, I could not tell you. And guess what? I won't wildly speculate by reporting on a website. I don't know. Just Maybe it's just I me. got right. 
Things uh, that got right. from Wrestling News Co. Good, 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 good. The mask alone is 50 bucks. Now, let me say something. Is it Co as in, like, company or Co as in com without the M? Uh, as in it's all one word somehow. Like, Wrestling News Co. is all one word. Hmm. Oh, not .co? No. I mean, I think that's the site, but it's presented, stylized, you might say, is Wrestling News Co. Joey stylized. Oh, my God! Go ahead. Sure. Uh, Wrestling News Co. knows so much about sports, they probably think Coors Field is a pitcher's park. Or give CLC Hawks enough. Go ahead. I get to the gist of it, yes. Uh, according to Wrestling News Co., the plan for the Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon storyline has always been to face Shane O'Mac out of WWE TV. Okay. Also, with Fox wanting a sports-like feel from SmackDown, WWE won't be using any authority figure on SmackDown anymore. Okay. Let's let that huh. for a second. So, they want it to be like sports. Okay. Which, apparently... Has no authority figures. Oh no, they're hated though. They Sh- have them. Shane's the Roger Goodell. Of right. Wrestling. So you would want that if you wanted to be like fucking sports. Well, he'd be your heel authority figure. Well, I mean, I didn't quite think out the report when I first wrote it, but I mean, now <laughs> well, that you, you say that, it, yeah. now you say <laughs> that, I can see how someone might think that. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. It is wild. It's Mike. It's wild. They, they think it's just fucking anarchy out there. Like, just police yourselves. You know what? I watch some NFL games. Sometimes it feels like that. Sometimes. When they're All really the, fucking up. And then other times it feels like the referees have too much of a hand in the outcome of games. Right, like maybe they actually, like, ruin the games. For sure. <laughs> and that's my hard sports take of the week. Uh, Coors Field, though. Uh, some Russell Observer Radio. You don't do that. AEW created unscripted promos per melts. Got it. Obviously. Yeah. They didn't, you know what? You know, it's like fireworks in WCW. Yeah, China may have invented them, but WCW perfected them. Okay. As the competition between the world's top two wrestling companies continues to heat up, the Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer reports that AEW will not be booking a heavily scripted show, and WWE is expected to follow suit, at least to some degree. Here's a quote. Yes? They said that AEW is the number two company in the world. Uh, yep, I guess so. Or number one. Okay. They didn't really specify which one's one and which one's two. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I, you could argue that it's just going to TNT makes it number two immediately. I mean, they, I would uh, say that they probably are. I would okay. say they're number two. In the world? Yeah, yeah they're duty. In the United States. Who said the world? Shit! New Japan? Is yeah. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying WWE New Japan. I would say I would uh, say I don't think New Japan's, the world. I don't think New Japan is as big as people think it is. No offense okay. to New Japan, but I just think it's a it's a niche audience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, legitimately, they that being AEW are not hiring writers, and we're going to see a live two hour show with no writers, just wrestlers coming up with storylines and going out there and having to cut promos. I'll stop it right there for a second. If that really is the case. That's not the case. People said, I, Cody literally said some people have things written for them if they need okay, it. So Meltzer's already wrong. He but if that was interviews. the case, that would be a bad idea. I mean, it, it, it genuinely, you have to earn that right is what it was. You would have no fucking structure to your show if people are just coming up with their own shit yeah, exactly. and going but, out there. And the thing is, your promo, you have, everybody says it's bullet points. That's what you have to give somebody. Hey, listen, here's you have to sell this pay-per-view. You're going to call him out for this. You're going to talk about this, and he's going to respond to that. And then, like, mm-hmm. remember when The Rock had the bullet points on his hand? 
mm-hmm. on his that arm. Was, yeah, his wrist. Let, Jake let, wrote it let to, me make see, C, to give yeah. Cena ammo. I remember that. But, but let, no, literally, yeah. I could literally just see it. He walked in the door. He's like, okay, I'll cut a 15-minute promo. I don't give a fuck. I just need four bullet points. Just give me them. And he fake wrote on his arm because, and like, in the biggest fucking font possible. So soon you could be like, oh, what, are you going to write more things on your arm or whatever? Because I'm losing this battle. And lo- need to, lo- I think he went low. But whatever. Long story short, just, I could just see them. But give give the guys that. That's all you need. But okay, we, we're not, this is not a discussion about live promos. Are, are, you, are you trying to say that Rock didn't script promos? He did, no, he scripted, roughly scripted a lot of promos, but he okay. definitely ad-libbed a lot as well. Sure, I'm not saying he didn't, but, but I'm like, just, I'm just his, saying he's points. infamous, he's one of the infamous superstars of, like, he actually worked with one specific right. writer to yeah, write his work. But, yeah. but write his stories and write his everything out and then craft the segments and then be like, you're going to go out and say this, 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 and this, and then, mm-hmm. you know, be the rock. Right. Which is what I'm saying um, is, like, you earn that. And, like, Mox is like, here, dude, we got to hit these... Three points, Jericho. We gotta hit these. Everybody gets it. There's not one person is gonna be like, yo. When Jericho said I cut that promo completely, I didn't know what I was gonna say. They were definitely like, yo, go sell the pay per view, and there was still like some parameters to it. But just whatever. I'm not. I can't. Of get Of course, like when you that. have to fucking get a pink mark and put yeah, listen, big okay. blood on your listen, finger, Dick. you got like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna talk about this fucking. <laughs> listen, pink blood, man. listen, brah. Listen, bro, a little bit of the bubbly. You're a fucking pussy, and AEW's already in your head, rent free. Go ahead. Really? I've been to an AEW show, so they are in my head. Go ahead. By the way, on Raw this week, several of the promos <laughs> were not scripted word for word, which is interesting. So, I mean, it's funny. They may be copying or whatever. Mm. He said, is, which is, that straight, is that straight? Yeah, quote unquote, straight fire from the Melzi. Quote, unquote. Give me the last line, two lines again. I need whatever. Just well, there's the still whatever. more. Uh, okay. But, but I need that. Can you get rid of that? I mean, just him so, yet? I mean, it's funny. They may be copying or whatever. Okay, if you're, if they you look literally, at, they look at AEW's paper. If you fucking say or whatever in a fucking genuine conversation where you're trying to report, if oh my god, it's not fucking valid. It's not. You're not a fucking valley girl from the. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Like whatever. Like whatever. It's like, like I don't even care. Undertaker, like Undertaker's probably gonna come like out of the ring or like whatever. I don't know. Maybe the Sting Mountain will be there. They'll go to the same hall. You know, when they're in the same hall. <laughs> Let's face it, the scripted promos, we've all complained about them forever, for whatever reason. They're badly delivered and lifeless and all that. So we're going to so we're going to a new concept and we'll see if pro wrestling needs script writers. Our complaint was never that it needed writers, it didn't need twenty seven. I think that's what we were Here's saying. Like, you need a this few is, This is like a microcosm of how fucking disgusting his bias is. Like you think your bias is bad, Donnie? I don't have bias, so no. Oh, you have a horrible <laughs> bias. But this is another fucking level. Like, he literally said, oh, WWE had a couple promos this week where it wasn't 100% scripted, and that means they're copying AEW. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you know when having promos that weren't scripted started? The fucking start of wrestling, probably. Yeah, but they're only doing it now because AEW oh, is giving people that chance. when they fucking threw the papers up in the air, they stole that. From the Young Bucks. They did. Well, I mean, what? honestly, though, they did. They did. No. Remember they the time stole it from that Shawn Michaels kicking fucking stand. No, no, and he stole it from Luthez uh, when he kicked fucking sure. Oldman guy. Carl Gott. <laughs> I couldn't think of another guy. So I said Oldman guy. George Hackenschmidt. George Hackenschmidt was the one I was actually thinking of. God damn it! You, know, you know what's cute is uh, uh Enzo would do like his shoot interviews over mm-hmm. the past year. And he would talk. Remember when he had to go roast the cruiserweights? Yes, yes. That was a great segment. He, yeah, it was an amazing segment. 
they told him, hey, we need to fill 10 minutes. And he just goes, don't worry, I got you. Because he wrote out promos that he would say about people. And he went out there and just said, okay, I know how long it's going to take me about to when Kurt Angle's music is going to hit. And he went around the ring and said something about everyone. Some things he wrote out by himself in his dressing room or whatever on, like, the road. And some things he said, I just thought about it on the fly. So don't fucking come here and tell me that all the promos in the history of fucking WWE the past 10 years are fucking scripted. Because it's not. All I'm saying is... I'm not saying you, Don. I'm just no, saying I'm, the notes. Like, all, but it's I'm, not all true. I'm, no, but all I'm saying is that WWE is allowing it to happen more often now because of the influence AEW has on the business. I, have, I totally no, agree with that. I, I totally agree. We don't know. We can't agree with that. We have no clue. I, have I mean, no I, clue do. Who I mean, is, I do. I mean, I do. I'm I don't know enough shoe videos it, to know. Okay. I mean, okay. New Day, yeah. like, New Day is having a writer for I can't them. No, like, like, well, here all day. We, we, we hear about Bray Wyatt. Like, we hear about so many people who get to write. Sami Zayn said, hey, I wrote a fucking promo with this writer. We went through it. Yeah, so like, I think it's laughable for him to suggest that there's a hard and fast rule for every person and every company right. about promos. Like, are there some people that have to have everything scripted all the time? WWE, I'm sure there are. Yeah, are there Sasha some people Banks. that have? Are there some people that have leeway and get to put some of their, themselves into the promos? Yeah, once Braun they Strowman. gain that trust, absolutely. So let's not fucking act like they right. every single word of every single thing is scripted in WWE just because Dean Ambrose. Said pro- yeah, he was scripted said. a lot. Right. Like, it's just pathetic already of this whole thing. Yeah. Like, so, it's just not the case. I don't know. I heard, I heard that it was. And, and you know what? If it's really a report, tell me who's fucking scripted and who's not. How about that? Oh, I heard a couple of things weren't scripted. Okay. Which were they? Now you're just asking. I'll tell you much. what, the only one. Rick Flair, <laughs> probably. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The problem okay, is I... they wrote a script for him, went completely off the rails. He yeah. forgot it. He forgot it at the bar. <laughs> he left it on a nap. He's like, God damn it! I uh, it's in my limo at the fucking steakhouse, Longhorn. Go ahead. Uh, it's from Brad Shepard. Brad Shepard must have missed NXT a couple weeks ago. All right. Brad Shepard reported on his "Oh, you didn't know." Oh, you didn't know Patreon, <laughs> which nobody signs oh. up for. That Johnny Gargano really wants to stay in NXT. I At this point, I would too. Honestly, yeah, who doesn't? Wait, 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 it's not done. <laughs> At this point, they're still deciding where he will end up. Here's the exact quote. According to his lawyers in WWE, the brand Johnny Gargano will end up on in the draft has not been decided on yet, but his preference is legitimately NXT. Okay, all right. Nice. Um, he legit. has said at every fucking turn, I want to be in NXT. A couple weeks ago, cut a promo. I am... Guys, hey, definitely staying in NXT. Faux show. Yep. Don't worry about it. Nah, but that's I'm a work, here. bro. Uh, that's a work, a, dude. Don't get, don't get. Uh, There's don't a shirt that says Johnny Gargano NXT for life. That's just a sell to George for a month. Yeah. Until <laughs> he comes out with these Johnny <laughs> Raw. NXT guys. Johnny <laughs> Raw. Johnny <laughs> Raw or Johnny Two Hundred Five Live. Based on what Triple H said, NXT not involved in the draft at all. Not a thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's Raw and SmackDown. All I know Stop is Johnny Rose. Triple H is roasting people left and right, by the way. He's yeah. very, he's very executive on uh, your name, whatever. That makes you feel <laughs> That's like a big great man. fucking line. <laughs> That's like Donnie. Literally what, exactly what he did too, but it's, but well, we can pretend. Go oh, ahead. he was given a legitimate title. Cool. cool. Yeah. Cool. God of NXT. Cool. Cool. Good. Also from Brad Shepard. Uh, the rock appearing on the SmackDown premiere wasn't worth reporting. Oh, it's still not egregious as TNA showing interest in CM Punk after he left WWE, <laughs> but 
This is pretty fucked up, if true. Well, this is awesome. So, it's not a traditional report per se, but it, it, you're going to love it. Okay. So, WWE, after The Rock had announced that it was going to be on SmackDown, yep. there was a, the WWE on Fox Twitter account tweeted something. It's like, The Rock is coming back to his show on the uh, premiere of Fox, uh, SmackDown on Fox on Friday. Woo, yeah. And then, replying to that tweet is Brad Shepard. And here's what he said in his, he quote tweeted it. Here's what he said. I planned on breaking this news tonight during Raw, but I suppose I waited too long. A source uh, in WWE noted the deal was finalized Thursday of last week. <laughs> Thursday! It's back! Thursday. You get this scoop, okay. and your explanation is you were sitting on it. Mm. So, okay. <laughs> so, legitimately, if true... Real bad use of your journalistic sources. It's um, like fucking hot potato. If you get that scoop, you throw that out there yeah, real quick. That's one of the first rules <laughs> of legit journalism that I was taught. Like, when I was working with the Flyers, it was like, if you get something, you're, you need to be first to market with it, because everybody else in this room is also trying to get said scoop. If you get confirmation, you got. why would you wait? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Unless you're trying to wait for a... The raw, because that's when everybody's looking at their computer and look at me, I'm breaking stories and shit like that. I mean, if that's your thesis behind it, that's real stupid. That's but is not, he? But the is he? Behind it is that he didn't have it. Is he saying? Let me say something. Is he saying that he got the confirmation that it happened last Thursday, or is he saying he got the actual scoop last Thursday? Well, I think he's saying that the deal came together last Thursday. But okay. what? he's really saying here is that he had the report. Yeah, it didn't matter he fucking, how he, he had fucking it. fucking shelled it up. He put it in TweetDeck. It was ready to he go. Did, he, did. he scheduled it in at 9.07 yeah. to make it seem yeah. organic. But in, instead of just, like, putting it out there when he knew it. Unreal. Not a good, not a good, not a good way to fucking uh, approach your job. Yeah, it's almost like you wouldn't do that, and he didn't <laughs> do that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I heard that he did. I'm going <laughs> to... We should start doing that for everything that's announced. Just <laughs> yeah, I think that was like a huge announcement. Like, yeah, I planned on uh, reporting that one later, but oh, yeah, I got damn. Thursday. Just, just every every tweet what? starts with a damn it. Gosh darn it! Like I didn't stop want, sitting on these scoops. I want Adam Schefter to start doing that to every. He just he replies to every Ian Rappaport report. Quotes me that, yeah, every Rappaport. <laughs> I knew this first. Honestly, ca- honestly, it does feel like what Ian Rappaport does anyway to Shefty, but that's what we pretend it's not. We pretend. Uh, but yeah, it's, this is good. This is real fun. Oh, that's a good coup de grace. It'd be more if Chris Broussard sitting on Woj. Hey, honestly, that's, yeah. that's exactly what it feels like. No, you know what? I was going to report that. Woj, Woj scooped me again. I was driving around L.A. And, Whoa, uh, and I got Woj bomb. Go ahead. Yeah, this is fun. Uh, good. How we do, Mike? PG. Oh, uh, you my friend now, Daniel? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what the fuck was that, dude? 